Hello, I'm Todd Starnes, lead pastor of Odessa First Assembly, and I'm grateful that you joined us today. I hope and pray that this message will encourage you and bless you. And remember, you can find more information about us at odessafirstassembly.com. God bless you. So Romans 7, starting at verse 14, it says, For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am of the flesh sold under sin. For I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law, and that is good. So now it is no longer I who do it, but the sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Now if I do what, what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but the sin that dwells within me. So I find it to be a law that when I do what I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being, but I see in my members another law waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but with my flesh I serve the law of sin. Man, if anything ever sounded like a struggle, it sounded like Paul was having a struggle. And I think it's a struggle that we can all relate to. We, we, we know what is right. God's word says the law has been written on our hearts, but yet we... We still give in sometimes to sin. We still give in sometimes to temptation. So what is, what is the struggle? To your first blank, if you have your notes, is, is struggle. What is the, the struggle? And then uh, Ephesians 6, chapter 12, I think we visited this verse uh, quite a bit over the last few weeks. I don't think that's an accident. But in the NIV translation... It says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So our struggle is, is not with ourselves, but it's with something higher. In Hebrews 12 and 4, it says, in your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood. So the struggle is real, but it's not what the world would tell us about the struggle. It's not, what am I going to wear to go out? It's not, oh man, I, I don't want to get up because it's Monday. The struggle is with sin. The struggle is with sin, and, and that's, that's the struggle that we face every day of our lives. No matter if you're just beginning this walk or if you've been on this path for a while, we all face the struggle of sin. So the next blank is, is who? Who struggles? Who struggles? So if our struggle is sin, we could look in Romans 3.23 and see that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. 
So it's not just you. You're not alone in this struggle. A lot of times, you know, uh, Pastor Todd talked last week about strongholds and how the enemy wants us to believe that we're alone. He wants to isolate us. He wants to set us back from the body of believers. He wants us to, to feel like I'm the only one who's ever told a white lie. I'm the only one who's ever thought that beer looks really good to drink. But that's not true. The truth is the enemy just wants to deceive you. He just wants to deceive you and keep you in that. We all struggle. We all struggle. And we struggle together. We don't struggle alone. We struggle together. In Romans 15 and 30, Paul says, Dear brothers and sisters, I urge you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to join in my struggle by praying to God for me. Do this because of your love for me. Give it to you by the Holy Spirit. If you see somebody struggling, pray for them. If you know somebody is struggling in your life or is susceptible to struggles, then pray for them because of that love that has been given to you by what? By the Holy Spirit. See, it's not us who need to pray those prayers, but it's the Holy Spirit that's given us that love to pour out and to share with one another. In Philippians 1 and verse 30, Paul says, We are in this struggle together. You have seen my struggle in the past, and you know that I am still in the midst of it. Because we know that, that we are never totally free from that temptation of sin until that wonderful day that we hear those words we all look forward to hearing. Well done, my good and faithful servant. As long as we are here, we are susceptible to temptation, but we know how to overcome that temptation. So how do we overcome struggle? How do we overcome struggle? In John 16 and 33, it says, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take part I have overcome the world. It's Christ talking. It's not us who have to overcome this struggle. We serve a God who has already overcome the struggle. He has already defeated death. He has already defeated sin. We fight from victory. We don't fight for victory. We're on the winning side. And all we have to do is believe in that Savior who has won the battle for us. In 1 John 4 and 4, it says, Little children, you are from God. And you have overcome them. For he who is in you is what? Greater than he who is in this world. See, a lot of times we, we forget, we, we think that, you know, we, we hear a message or we hear a sermon and we're like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give my problem to God. I'm, I, that's a great idea, but to give my problem to God. And, and so we set our struggle, we set our temptation, we set whatever it is we're dealing with life at the foot of the cross. And we're like, yes. We have this great emotional encounter, and then the next day we're, we're like, man, God is super busy. He's, he's got a lot going on. He, he's got other people. to God, I got this. I, don't trouble yourself. And we get in the habit of thinking that, that, our, that our minor problems or major problems, whatever they may be, are too small for the great God that we serve. But the problem is, is the view that we have of our great God is what is too small. That's what is 
too small. Did you know that God's word says that his thoughts about you each day outnumber the stars in the sky? That's a lot. Drive out in the country sometime and take a look up at the star. You know it says that he knows the number of the hairs on your head. That you were fearfully and wonderfully made. That you were knitted together inside of your mother's womb. He took the time to knit you together. He wants you to come with your problems. He wants you to bring them and lay them at the cross. So he could carry that burden with you. Jesus told the disciples, come to me all who are weary. Take up my yoke for it is easy and light. Jesus wants to help you carry your burden. So how... How do we overcome? We overcome through Christ. In 1 John 5, verses 4 through 5, it says, For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one that Jesus, that who believes that Jesus is? is the Son of God. That is how we overcome this struggle. We, we have to put our faith in Christ, that He has already done the work for us, that we don't have to. We, we think, we put this burden on ourselves sometimes that we have to fix the problem, that we have to get ourselves out of this mess, that, that we, especially as guys, guys, we're horrible about wanting to be fixers. I know that I am. I, man, if there's something wrong, like, let me fix it. Like, let's YouTube it or something. There's a way to, to fix it. Let's look it up. But sometimes it's not our problem to fix. The problem has already been taken care of. We just have to trust in the one who is taking care of that problem. And that one is Christ. It's not our burden to bear. It's not our burden to carry alone. It's not our burden to carry alone. And so as we face these struggles and as we lean on Christ, we have to identify, just like Pastor Todd talked about last week, we have to identify those strongholds. We have to identify those struggles. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that this message was an encouragement to you. Remember, you can find more about us at odessafirstassembly.com and also across the social media platforms. It is our prayer that God blesses you, keeps you, sustains you. And if you're ever in the area of the Permian Basin, come and join us at Odessa First Assembly. God bless you.